Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Nursing Handover podcast. You have me, Jerry, and the lovely Diane. How are you doing, my dear? Bro, I am so cold. I feel like we're repeating the December. Is it December when it's November? Snowing? November isn't all over again because it is so cold. You don't want to be outside unless you really have to be there. Honestly, it took until like. 3.30 before our office heated up today. Stop. Like, oh, it's it's just so cold. Like, it was just two of us in and it was so cold. So we don't actually have any central heating in our building, which is madness. So we've got, wow. like, loads of oil, the little oil radiators around. But yeah, even that, it was cold. I feel like that's <laughs> NH- Because, honey... I feel like that's a, a very much an NHS thing because even in my building that I was working in today, their heating is fluctuates in the, our office space. So where I work is within a children's centre. So we have the preschool, we have like meeting rooms, mm. clinic rooms. And office. So for some reason, the, the office, office thermostat just doesn't like to cooperate. So literally, I was sat in my coat all day. It's and awful. Min- around people had little heaters near them and I thought this is like this is must be this must weigh so much electricity honestly like you'd be better off doing the correct heating and having it on centrally because I can only imagine how much they're forking out but again it's not my money so this is it but then it just shows you the wastage because if you do a good job the first time you don't have to have these little portable heaters dot to dot around the office or people huddling over one to keep warm you wouldn't have to do that you know exactly this is it so I was talking to my mum when I got home and she was like if it's that cold just pop into ours get them little fan heaters I mean it's gonna cost a lot of electric but why are you gonna suffer at work and when she said it I was just like you're so right why am I suffering here at work yeah so August might be seeing me tomorrow morning (laughs) and I've I think it does it blow cold air in summer. Some of them do. I don't know. I need to have a look and see what's available. But I'm so that with her be on a... getting it because I can't suffer in that office. No, get it. Because think if you get sick from being cold at work, that's another headache in itself. Ugh, tell me about it. And no one needs that. So I hope you no. guys that are listening are not sitting there cold like we have been at work. But oh no, it has been freezing. But I, it makes me feel like it's going to snow again. Yeah, it is. I mean, it snowed outside of London. Yeah. So for it to be here, and I'm just hoping to God it ha- happens when I'm in my house. I don't need to leave the house because I, I hate driving on snow. One, honestly, Two, it, we never. <sighs> so no. Even the last snow, because that was what the most snow we've had in like a good while. Yeah. That snow was when it was snow, it was fine. When it turned into ice, that ice was not shifting. It wasn't because of that rain that rained all night long. It went away. Do you remember that Sunday? I remember the Sunday morning, the Sunday, it was still ice. Monday morning, I opened the curtains and did not see nothing. Yeah, it just like it melted, and that was that. Mm-hmm. Like you can't make that up, but yeah. Oh man. Apart from the cold, how's your week been? 
Um, it's been okay. So I'm doing bank at my old trust while mm-hmm. I a new job. Um, yeah, it's been it's been going. That's what I'll say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Literally, you saying that reminds me of the memes that I've seen of someone saying, "Oh, telling HR, yeah, I really enjoyed working here." But on Glassdoor, you've got the picture of Prince Harry and the cover of the spare book. Like, yeah, I'm going to tell it all. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm really, really telling you. Like, it's those ones where it's like, yeah, that's what I'm going to say on it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. But how mm. are you? How, how are things? Where do I begin? I mean, I'm good. I'm alive. We're all kicking. Everyone in my household is alive and breathing, and that's what we want. But it is so busy. Right now, my life is so chaotically busy. And I only have the one child. And it just makes me think, how do people with multiple kids do this? Because my life is very busy at the moment. Mm. But anyway... It'll sort itself out eventually. It just is what it is. I think it's only about to get busier for the next few weeks from when I go on to my course and things like that. But uh, even that I'm dreading. Like, I'm looking forward to it. Pardon? How long is your course? I mean, it's not long at all. It's like six weeks. But the thought of actually going back to uni, I'm literally (laughs) just do not want to do it. I don't know how you did it for another year. I think I think of you, and I think of you doing the skipping course. And I'm like, no. You know, it's a nice break from being on the shop floor. I think it's how I would describe it. Mm-hmm. But it does in ways that you're like, oh, my God, like, how did I do this for three years kind of thing? I mean, there were many moments I wanted to cry because I just looked at the laptop and I thought, I'm exhausted. And the words are not finishing and I need to get this in. And I think I'm totally new. I had dreams when I dropped the laptop mm-hmm. in my dream. Like, you know, crazy, like crazy stuff like that. But I got through. But you have six weeks. That you can do. That 100% piece cake. Can I? Yeah. You can, if I could do one year, you could do six weeks. Definitely. Oh, I mean, I'm looking forward you to it. do it. But I'm just, I think where life right now is just so chaotically busy. I'm literally just like, where am I actually going to find the time to facilitate this? So what does what does it involve? Is it going to be like essays and stuff like that? I'm probably making this sound a lot worse than it is. It's from what I've gathered looking at the program stuff. It's a course for six weeks, and then hmm, I think one or two three thousand word essays. Okay, I mean it's not bad, but. I haven't no, had to write a proper structured essay since since uni. No, tell a lie. Yeah. Since like 2018. The yeah. thought of sitting there and typing an essay, I'm just like, oh no, not again. Not again. Yeah. It's a shock to the system, I must say. And when you're working at the same time, it does really test you. And I must say, anyone who I mean people on students on placement will get it because yeah. if you're on placement and having to have it, it mirrors the same feeling like you're having to give your all at work but having to also set aside your free time to do work yeah for module for example 
And I'll never forget, like when I did my intensive care module and I literally submitted at 4 a.m. and went to work that day because I knew the submission deadline would have been during my shift. There was no way I would have been able to submit it. Um, And yeah, it was just like, (laughs) I can laugh now, but in the moment, it was not funny. Honestly, I think that's another, I just think, I'm currently just feeling overwhelmed by life. Like I know January has well, January has not just begun. The year has just somewhat begun, but it just feels like everything is all happening in quarter one. Yeah. Like, but it's fine. Like you said, I'll get over it. Things will be fine. I'm I'm probably just overthinking it, which is just not helping the anxiety around life at the moment, but Apart from that, I'm all right. Surviving. Good. All that jazz. Well, <laughs> surviving and courses, I guess we might, well, kind of leads us quite nicely into today's topic, basically. Um, is. Well, starting, starting placement, starting a new job, basically newness, new things. I guess what we're talking about yeah um so any students who are probably going into placement maybe in the next couple of weeks already are going on to placement or any any professional starting new jobs so like me for example um jerry's going to go on a course soon so anything that is new that requires any kind of prep we're going to kind of like dissect that a bit in today's conversation mm-hmm. um how are you yeah i mean about- starting again but do you know what it's it's funny it's so weird because so this October we would have been nurses for eight years okay it's so scary to think that yeah and I still remember that my first shift in my second hospital I still remember working at our final placement hospital because me and Jerry were on the same ward for our Mm -hmm. final 12 weeks I remember so many things and I think, how have I got to the eighth year? How? Like, I don't get it. Um, Before you I go think, into that. Yeah. When we were qualifying, if you were to think forward to eight years, do you think we would be where we are now? Um, do you know what? I don't know because I don't think I would stick it out really yeah I you know anyone who knew me like in first year I flipping hated nursing oh yeah like so I was not yeah. for it at all to them like I'm leaving I'm leaving I'm leaving oh my literally it's like a, like an anthem at one point so the fact I've done it for eight years it, it boggles my mind I feel like what wow <laughs> all the babies what 21 22 mm-hmm finished so we were still much much and we're still in our prime now but we were little when you compare to others yeah Uh, but I think we've done even better than we thought we were gonna do actually yeah because like I think about the plan I had for myself and like I loved Amy so 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 much as a student that I was like I just want to be I want to become a sister in A&E which I did that and then I was like, oh, yeah. okay, job done. 
what's next? But yeah, yeah, I, I can't lie. I could not have thought I'd be where I am now. I don't know what I thought yeah. I'd be doing. Well, I'd passed the target that I wanted, but yeah, I don't know where I thought the true end goal would be. Yeah, for sure. And I think nursing is like a it's like jumping out a plane and just hoping for the best a little bit. That's kind of how I see it because yeah, you can plan, but you just don't know where you're going to end up. Yeah. No, like you literally hit the nail on the head because you, you know, like you can legit make it for what you want for mothers like if it needs to be childcare friendly or you just want to do like you know normal shift work or whatever like there's ways around it yeah but honestly like, I just don't think we'd be here no definitely not I mean like I said I wanted to leave a lot in the first year then I found my passion for neonates. I love that. I still love it, obviously, now. Um, but even now, I think the next eight years, what, what will we be doing? Don't know. But as we get older throughout our nursing career, I can see how people just stay in places. I find, like, our generation and the generations after us are really striving for success to go up the ladder quickly. Yeah. And I don't mean it in a bad way. But I, I'm also mean it as... But not stopping for nothing. Because, you know, like, when we were in uni, people would be like, oh, you, ideally, you should be on the ward for, like, three years before you make a decision. Where yeah. you don't stick to that. I think my longest job is probably where I do bank, of course. But, um, yeah, like, I haven't stayed anywhere no longer than two years. Yeah, see, that's crazy. I mean, I'm a bit of a longevity person. So I think the shortest job I've ever done was six months. Mm-hmm. Hated it um and another was nine months the longest I've done I think is five years but that was neonates so again it was and it and it's weird because that place will always be like a very home to me yeah but there's many people there that literally were student nurses there they qualified they've stayed they've never gone anywhere else which I I think that you know I think it limits you a bit because you you don't know anything outside of that place I agree with what you're saying because I remember when I was doing safeguarding, a conversation I had with one of the name nurses, and I think I've told you this before, Diane, but uh, anyway, she basically said she had a manager that said she doesn't hire anyone who's worked in a place for longer than four years, as in like their current role was longer than four years because yeah. it shows that they don't, well, they don't want to move. They're not necessarily willing to learn because essentially they would have learned the majority of what they needed to in that particular place. Yeah. And it just kind of seems to her that people are scared to move and try new things. Yeah. And obviously I was job hopping, as we all know, before then. But then it hit me and I was like, she's not wrong. Because I feel like, okay, yes, you did five years. But I feel like if it was for me to reach four years, it needs to be a place that I can see myself staying for a long while. Whether it be because of family or my passions if I'm staying somewhere that yeah. long, I need to love it. Yeah, what am I getting out of it? Yeah, not me being afraid to try somewhere new. And I yeah. find like, so we, me and I have never worked together, apart from when we were students, but we have worked in the same trust. And just like what Diane saying about neonates, this is what I found about Piku. People found their niche and just stayed there. Yeah. have never tried anything else. And, and have always been very afraid to think what something else yeah. might be that they're yeah, they willing to stay and travel yeah a million miles per day for this one job 
Whereas yeah, me, nah. Yeah, I think that's like even like where I'm going to work now. Obviously, I can't disclose the location, but it is in London. Mm-hmm. They are nurses who live in York, Norfolk, Portsmouth, and they come to work. And you know, you're thinking, my goodness, like guys, let me tell you one thing for free. Hmm? Me, I like my sleep. <laughs> no. And I don't want to be tricking one hour plus to do a 12 hour and then trick another one hour plus back and be back the next day. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. And people are legit. They're going home back to these places, 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 you know, places out in the country just to return back tomorrow. Yeah. Like to me, I, I, that's, I don't even know what to say, but I just couldn't. And I look at people who are very dedicated in that way. And I think, wow, like, does the hospital pull you in that much that you don't want to let it go? You don't want to be local. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not that kind of warrior, guys. If I'm to move, I'll find somewhere local and yeah, work. Obviously, I guess for some, it, you've got to look at, like, London waiting and things like that. However, if you're spending, yeah. if you're coming from quay out far in the sticks, and when I mean yeah. sticks, guys, I mean, like, country, like, you're working in London, but you're coming from Clacton, you- that is way out way yeah. way out it's too far and when i mean london i'm not talking about east london i'm talking about in the city like westminster yeah. and them places there that's yeah. far it, it is far and i think you need to so like now thinking about stuff like new jobs you need to think about the commute how are mm-hmm. you gonna do that be it be it clinical be it um community acute primary care whichever how will you make your way in if there's train tracks, how are you going to get to work? Exactly. And it was like I said, the, that meme I sent to you, Diane, about there was a student who was saying, yeah. you know, me getting up at five, no, not even five, at three or four oh. in the morning to get the bus to placement because there's no trains. Some of the places yeah. I worked, I can't lie, I'm going to have to call you and tell you I'm not coming because I c- couldn't, there's no way. And I, and I think, to me, that is something students should be empowered by their lecturers. That if you're in a position because where you can't get to work, get into placement, you should be able to notify and say, you know what, I safely can't come in. I have to do this, this and this to go in and I, I can't make today. Yeah, I'll make my hours at another placement possibly, but this won't work. You know, I can't imagine getting up at 4am to go and do an unpaid placement <laughs> to make it a dedication, but I can't imagine, I couldn't imagine it. But you know what? Placement not even just placement, even work. If I've got to, for example, get up that early or the travel is going to be excessively long, I can't do it. Yeah. Because even now, so I do drive, but I, I don't drive to work because of where work is and like the traffic and stuff anyway. During the train strikes, so... A lot of people know I do four days a week, but I still do full-time hours. But so during the train strikes, I can't get in for eight because my first train doesn't leave where I live until 7.30 at the earliest. And that's if it wants to run. Otherwise, the first one will be like 10 past eight. Yeah. And I think, obviously, for your employers and stuff like that, if you actually cannot get in, I mean, what else can you do? Yeah. And I think that's one thing as a nurse or, or any other healthcare professional, be it placement, be it a job, communication, don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to communicate because 
A, your managers, your supervisors, your assessors are not mind readers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're aware of, they may not be. Um, mm-hmm. And also forward planning. So if, for example, you're a student and the placement office has already given out the placements, I mean, I, maybe I was a bit of a neek, I don't know. But I used to dummy run my placements. And I would go to the placement just so I a, knew how to find it when I was not under pressure. Mm-hmm. One. Two, knew the route quite well so that I, at least I knew that, okay, I kind of know how to get here. This isn't the first time coming here. Yeah. Right? And then plan the journey. So I know I'm going on a Monday. I've got to be there at nine o'clock. Who do I have to report to? Okay, what are the times? What bus can I take? What train can I take? How long should I leave it? If I'm, how, what's the last time I can leave to make it on time? Because if you plan, you're less nervous. In a hundred percent. And I agree with you. That's things I have done, like whether it's sneakish or not, you need to know where you're going. And yeah. I, I more say, say, I more so say this for students rather than new job starters, because yeah. new job starters, you knew where you were going. So that's your own. Yeah. But with it being placement, especially if it's an area you actually don't know, you want to know yeah. what would be your best action because I remember where did I work for or what play where did I do placement? I did a placement in a special needs school, and this special needs school was in the middle of the ghetto. As in, I can't lie. After four pm, you don't want to be seen because only God knows what would happen to you. Wow. And I just had to make sure I knew that route. So, like the Sunday before. I did that test run in broad daylight where people were still active. So you know where you're going. Yeah. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it because, again, if you, encou- if you encounter an issue, you can at least make contact with you, with your supervisor, your assessor, even the manager of, the, of where you're going and at least mm-hmm. let them know. I am running late or, you know, on that day, I have no way of getting in or... Mm-hmm they're more likely to accommodate you if you communicate beforehand than somebody who kind of just hopes for the best yeah but I also feel like there's a lot of people that don't want to chat don't want to use that because they don't want to be seen as a problem but yeah it's not a problem if you legit can't get somewhere safely you need to be open and honest about it because at the end of the day if you don't turn up for placement they are calling the police to go do a welfare check yeah you've had that conversation that you actually cannot get in rather than have the feds turn up at your door yeah exactly exactly that and I think as well it's just good practice for when you are qualified as well and mm-hmm. um, with a good communicator you won't shy away from speaking up about things be them outside of work or inside of work be it in staff meetings you'll be someone who can be assertive someone that is listened to maybe yeah. not always heard but you're listened to yeah. Um, and also you build your confidence because you have to be able to speak up now because if you don't speak up now you will be harder later on when you're now qualified and have this level of responsibility and this accountability and you're now not able to say this able to say that because things do happen life happens mm-hmm. yeah. and even saying that it's also being mindful of like how you do it obviously you don't want you're not trying to tread on anyone's toes but again you want to have you want to be heard that yeah. you know we always like I like to advocate for students not to shy away from things and to be to be to be an advocate for a lot of things and mm. these are the little tips and tricks that will help boost your confidence in doing it yeah 
Definitely. And you're kind of setting the pathway for those that come after you. Mm-hmm. By speaking up, by being vocal, by being involved in the team as much as you want to be involved in the team. Um, you know, oh, I, I had something in my head, but it's just gone. But I don't think people realise that you're much, very much valued and use the place and opportunity to make the experience your own because you're yeah. there to learn start of it this is where you're going to kind of find your niche you might you'll go to one placement and then you fall in love with it so you mm-hmm. want to go into every placement with you know that mindset okay I'm here to learn what do I want to learn you know and how can I where... get go on like how can you get those opportunities you know who can you talk to exactly um, yeah. and this is where the opportunities also comes for if you're if you're supernumerary like you've just started as well because you will have an induction period where you won't be where you won't slash shouldn't be counting in the numbers and it's your time it's your time to learn about the unit where you are the different things that are open to you and things like that so like for example if you're in a place that does theater go and watch the surgeries because honestly that will be the only time you get to do it yeah definitely definitely and again that's knowledge that you now have let's say i don't know you go into a placement that does involve day surgery or does involve regular surgeries you could reassure a patient, a family, oh, I've seen that surgery, you know, it, you know, I've seen how it goes and things like that. And you could have a bit of insight that someone mm-hmm. else may not add. Exactly. And, you know, we're always learning, regardless whether you're matron or you're junior band five, like we're always learning. Yeah, definitely. For sure, for sure, for sure. I mean... Another thing about placement, I'd say, is your your document. Because, I mean, they've changed from when we had them. Mm-hmm. But having students around me, I get to have a look at what, they, what their documents are like. They're very confusing. I don't understand what well, they've what done. What have you seen recently? So there's one where it's like, well, they call it their pad, but it's very condensed. Mm-hmm. So in there, and they've got to have a signature every day to sign that they've been in. Yeah. You've got to hours, and then they have to write, I think, about different know things that they've done and what they've learned but I just don't like it because I just like what I we had yeah um, I think it's a lot of what we had I can't even lie when when I think back to our pad and then that like you like you said the pads that we're seeing now they've got like over 120 skills skills to complete we literally had yeah 12. yeah and yeah. you do three each placement exactly and you choose when you do them because you choose according to the placement you're going to exactly what's the Whereas now you have like one billion skills to yeah. do and you don't have the time. And yeah. then the part everywhere is busy. Yeah. And I think it's very, very important to not stress. It's very easy for us to say that seven and a half years ish qualified, but don't stress yourself because you can only do what you can do in mm-hmm. the environment that you're in. So go on. I was going to say, so like, for example, if you've got all these schools that you need to complete, you've got your placement area, look at what's best suited, look at how these can be achieved. And on your first one-to-one with your assessor, discuss, okay, these are the things I need to achieve. I, I've looked at this placement, I've looked at the area, I've looked at the kind of patients that are here. I can definitely achieve them and create the learning plan from the beginning. Agreed. Also, I think... Oh, mine's just gone blank. I I had literally just had something. Why does this always happen? And I hate that. You know, you think you're right. It's starting to put your tongue. Literally, it's like, 
right there and it's just like gone um but yeah basically it's about being organized and prepared because that way you can achieve what you need to achieve without being too stressed out yeah that's it it's come back to me now also depending on the type of skills you have left and what needs doing sometimes it you may not necessarily have to act them out you can also discuss what you would do with them mm. and and do like dummy role plays and things like that obviously you've got to see what's best suited for your for your placement and work around it that way but however you might be a place that sees a lot of weird and wonderful things take the opportunity do all sorts at the end of the day just get it done make sure it's in on time yeah I can't lie I actually think it's sad that placements aren't fully graded anymore I know and I think I think that's what really saved me because I am nowhere near academic at all. Like I suffer with dys- dyslexia. Ac- the academic side of things, it's not for me. Whereas the clinical side, for me, was top-notch, I'd say. I'd toot my own horn. But yeah, I just think it's it's a shame. It's a big, big shame that it's not great. It's not great anymore. It's just pass or fail. Which is a shame, because I feel like you're consolidating the theory and the practical. Yeah. And you're dem- most of your understanding by the care that you give, by the rationale of why you're doing what you're doing, how you build rapport with those patients, how you reassure them, because that's all part of the compassion that we have to give. It's all part of the care that we give. And, exactly. And an essay cannot replace that, if that makes sense. Yeah, at all. At all. I just think it's, yeah, I just think it's such a shame. Because I definitely think that's what boosted me up, because I could, I definitely struggled academically. Yeah. I've definitely struggled, struggled academically. Yeah, it's it's and anyone who's doing nursing now, any of us that are, well, I won't say we're vets, but we've been <laughs> in the bit of time. Mm-hmm. We, it's such a, it's a degree that really exposes who you are. It tries you, it tests you, it pulls you in different directions. It tests your resolve, your resilience. Um, you learn a lot about who you are, yeah. and even on will do stuff you've never done before and you will look back and think, I did that. Like me. A whole me did that, that big person job. That was all me. <laughs> um, it's stuff I remember. I remember one placement, summertime, first year, end of first year. And I was just a bit of a bitter Betty. My friends were all on holiday in Malia. I was on placement. It was hot. And I had to wash this patient. And you know, you're just thinking, oh my God, it's like washing my dad. Like, that's how it felt. But I can't lie to you, it was the most, I don't know, to, I will never forget, i never forget the man. I, even now, if I close my eyes, I can see myself doing it. But it was such a humbling oh. experience. And I had to explain it. Because it made me think, gosh, I would want someone to care for my family like this. I'd want somebody to give them this holistic care. Yeah. But that, if you told me when I started and signed up and applied in UCAS for the course that I'll be doing it, I'd be like, me? Wash who? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I was washing the guy and chatting to him and washing his hair. And so I was thinking, and, I, and at the time, how old were we? I think I was 19. No, 20 mm-hmm. by that point. So you just think, oh my goodness, like, yeah. Crazy. Boy, I'm not even going to say how I felt... <laughs> In my adult placement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
we just bypass it. It was a blanked out moment. That's all I'm going to say, boy. And that's the thing with placement. You have to, I would say, you have to seize every opportunity, get stuck in, try new stuff. If you're scared, tell your tell your assessor, like, I can't lie, I'm a bit apprehensive. You know, I've not done this before. I want to try it, but I'm not too sure. I need to be like, what would I do and how would you guide me? Because they could sign for you to articles or prepare you or hey, shadow me for the first time, etc. Because if you don't speak, you don't get number one. Mm-hmm. And don't let anyone assume you can look confident and be absolutely dying inside as well. You yeah, know? and I can't like that's not a way that's not the way to go because people will continue to apply that pressure. Yeah. If you don't speak up. Definitely. And you don't want I can't lie, placement is where you want to show off that you've learned the theory and you're applying it well and you get to be amongst the patients. You get to nurse now, you know, you'll get to do the job itself and you really want to enjoy it. Yeah. But no, like, I can't, I can't complain. I just think about, think about it as a whole. And if you are about to, if you're about to go into placement or you start a placement already or you're about to start a new job, Take everything with a pinch of salt. Mm. Because sometimes we might think we understand why things are done a certain way and we, we may not. However, not just because you're new, but we're forever learning. As much as nursing yeah. is a vocation, we are always learning and we're always trying to find somewhere to better our practice. So mm. don't ever close the door and think that you're better than everyone else. No, we're all on the same level playing field, regardless of the amount of skills people have. It's what yeah. you make out of that specific place. Even if you don't like it, what can I take for it in that specific period of time? Yeah. And it's okay to not like a place. Like, I feel like people feel really bad when they go somewhere and it's not for them. But no, being honest to yourself, yeah. I may not like it, but I'm going to do a very good job while I'm here. Exactly. And I'm going to make myself proud, simple as. Yeah, and that is and that is actually a really good point to make, is that you won't like everything. Even jobs, you can go to a job and be so excited and get there and it's not what you thought it was going to be. Exactly, and what you're going to do, walk out there and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. You're allowed, to, you're human. Just because you're a nurse and you care doesn't mean you have to immerse yourself and lie to yourself like, oh my God, I love it. When you mm-hmm. don't, you can Hey, you know what? It was it was an experience, but I won't repeat it. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's a polite way of saying it. But yeah, like I, I wouldn't do it again. But you've got that experience. You've seen it before. You've been exposed to that space, and now you know you wouldn't want to work in that area. For example, exactly. and you don't have to. No one's going to force you. No one's going to make you. Yeah. Yeah. But but guys, I feel like. We've spoken quite a bit about new starters, placement. I hope that we've said some gems for you guys to take, spread, share. And to be honest, this could be applied not even just to nursing, just new jobs in general, because everyone kind of feels the same. Like you're kind of, you've left somewhere where you were probably big fish in a small pond. And going to the new job is always, always going to feel like little fish in a big pond. So... Just take everything easy with a pinch of salt. Give yourself time and grace. Yeah, 100%. I think we're very critical of ourselves. I, for one, am my harshest critic. Um, and I love to do things well. I like my patients to have the best care. And even if it's something very small, I'll be, I'll kind of like 
go over it like why didn't I do that I should have done this but I've but I've had to learn over time you can only do your best mm-hmm. and as long as you have the heart and the intention and the compassion no one's gonna fault you no one's gonna beat you for stick because a we're all human and we all don't do we're not perfect and like Jerry said, we're learning all the time. We're here to learn. Exactly. So, guys, look after yourselves. Stay safe. Take care of yourselves. And just reflect while you're there, when you come back, and before you go to the next place. Reflect. See what you want out of that placement and manifest it. I'm really into manifestations for this year. So, guys... If you want things to come out your way, manifest it. And if it's not, manifest good stuff to come out of it regardless. 2023, yeah. we're not bringing no bad vibes. No, no positivity. It's positivity. Exactly. So, guys, I hope, no, not I, we hope you have a lovely week. Please stay warm because I can't lie, it's bitterly cold out there. And if it does snow, good luck. <laughs> but take care, guys. Have a lovely week. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Bye. Bye, guys.